0: United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed Mortgage Banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah.
1: We're getting an opportunity to connect with Madeline Miller. She joins us once a month and always shares such wonderful wisdom. Madeline, thanks so much for being here with us of Mornings with Tom and Tabby.
2: Well, thank you so much on this first day of February February for inviting me. Well, I'm excited about this topic
0: that you have uh, shared with us because it has something to do with the NFL. And Tom wants me to pay attention. I do. I do.
1: I I think football is fantastic. But, Madeline, you're looking at it from a completely different lens. Walk us through this.
2: I am. I am. You know, actually, you can learn something from almost anything if you have... Your eyes on my husband and uh, my husband and I were watching a football game the other day, and I was noticing some of the players had the name of the team on the bottom of their helmet at the nape of the neck, uh, but others had phrases or messages instead of the team name. Uh, there were three messages in particular that caught my attention. One was "Inspire Change," end racism was another, and the third one that caught my attention was "Choose Love." And they reminded me about our role as Christians to be salt and light in the world. For instance, inspire change. The Word of God inspires change in us, not just a desire to do better, but when we received Jesus as Savior, we became a new creation. And as we continue to read and meditate on Scripture, we're inspired to change. Uh, God is working in us throughout our lives to mold mold us into the image of His Son, Jesus. And not only are we to change, but we are to inspire change in others. Uh, Paul told the Philippians, whatever you've learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. You know, that's the doing part. And the result of that obedience is that the God of peace will be with you. So. When you think about that, and we think, okay, that's fine for Paul. You know, he's a great person, outstanding Christian, was used to write part of the New Testament. Uh, and we think twice about others following us. However, inspiring change and in being an example for the flock is not just for Paul. Uh, Paul told Timothy to set an example for the believers, uh, set an example in speech, and conduct, and love, and faith, and purity. And then Peter told the elders to be examples for the flock. So, the charge is for all Christians to be examples for others. Um, we may not be a Paul or Timothy or Peter, but we can inspire others to change. Uh, I remember a Sunday school teacher of mine from years ago. She inspired us to memorize scripture, just as you and, and you, Tom and Tommy, have done with your listeners. And, and a friend of mine, she shows her love for others by baking cookies, she gives them to friends and neighbors. And it's her way of showing and sharing God's love, and and she inspired me. You know, I'm no baker, but one Thanksgiving, I decided to follow her example and made mini banana bread loaves to share with my neighbors within the enclosed. So the scripture inspires us and changes us. And as it says in Hebrews, let us consider how we can spur one another on toward love and good deeds, or in the words of that football helmet, hobby, inspire change.
0: Okay, I love it. This is going to inspire me to be more watchful to the messages all around us, right? Like you said, you just have to have your eyes
1: open. Hey, it's good to have you with us. This is Mornings with Tom and Tommy, and joining us right now is our good friend, Madeline Miller. And Madeline, you're finding some very interesting messages while watching um, NFL football games, and we're trying to encourage Tabi to be involved in watching football, and this is maybe a way that she can actually get there. It's
0: working, it's working. So tell us, Madeline, about the second message that you saw that made an impact on you.
2: Yeah, how about that, on the nape on the of the neck of the football player's helmet. And uh, the other one, I, the first one was inspired change, and then I noticed another one that said, end racism. And boy, that's a touchy subject for us, isn't it? You know, racism yeah. is real, and unfortunately, doesn't only exist in, in America, and it didn't start with slavery. Its roots are deep, and its effects far-reaching. One secular thing, though, that helps chip away some of the negative effects of racism in our country, at least, is Black History Month. Uh, The absence of African-American contributions to industry, science, medicine, and the like in our taught history made many think that African-Americans didn't make any significant contributions in those areas, And that reinforced the myth that we were an inferior race. But now we have books, magazines, documentaries, and a whole month dedicated to African-American contributions to help debunk that falsehood. Uh, But the real answer to all our sin, racism included, is Jesus. Uh, Racism isn't just an American problem or something new to our present times. Unfortunately, it's a common occurrence among all people groups, that one group looks down upon another. It existed also in Bible times, and it's no wonder that we find many scriptures that remind us that we are one in Christ. Uh, Christians have been adopted into the family of God, and now that should be our primary identification, not that we are Irish or Black or Italian or any other group, but that we are Christians. Uh, the things that divided us before have been taken away and are of much lesser importance. Uh, Paul, speaking to the Jews and Gentiles, emphasized that Christ is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility between and then not only have Jews and Gentiles been brought together by the cross of Christ, but in Colossians 3.11, Paul reminds us that there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. And, they, and the list is expanded to, to include male and female in, in Galatians. So we, we have no reason to be super arrogant, pious, or prejudiced. And we just need to remember what God told Peter in Acts. Don't call anything impure that God has made clean.
0: We're talking with ministry leader, speaker, and pastor's wife, Madeline Miller. And we're talking about messages that she saw on the back of these helmets of football players. One was inspire change. Another was end racism. And now we're going to hear the third.
2: Madeline? Yeah, the third one that really touched me was uh, choose love. And I thought about that because it's so common for us to consider love only from its emotional point of view and then extend our love to the people that we like or the ones that we feel are deserving of our love. And we tend to forget or to ignore the fact that love is a choice. And it's a decision we make and a command that we choose to either ignore or obey. And we daily decide whether we're going to respond to people in love or not. I remember there was once a woman in my life that I considered a real thorn in my flesh. I remember vividly one day when she was walking toward me. And to tell the truth, I was less than happy about the coming encounter when God said to me, you really need to change your attitude about her. Mm. She is my daughter, a princess for whom I died. Mm. Well, I can't say that I immediately fell in love with her, so to speak, but I never from that point on looked at her the same again, mm. and I purposed in my interactions with her to choose love, and if I had a problem with that, I reminded myself what the Lord has said to me about, about her, that attitude-changing day. Um, you probably remember when asked what were the greatest commandments in the law, Jesus told the questioner, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the greatest and the foremost commandment, and the second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And all the on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. If you notice, the key is love. Hmm. We as Christians are to clothe ourselves in love to maintain the unity of the body. Also, love covers, too, uh, covers the multitude of sins. Uh, it doesn't excuse sin, but when we look at another in love, we can overlook some of their little quirks and forgive more readily, And especially when we consider how God has forgiven us and covered us with His great love. God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us, so we have no lack, and He empowers and enables us to do His will. And God's will is that we love one another.
1: Well, Madeline, those are really interesting ways of taking a look at these messages that are on the back of NFL helmets, you know, inspiring change and racism, choose love. And uh, I'm so glad you ended on choose love because sometimes it is so hard to do exactly what you did, because there are people in our lives, these nemesis or nemesi in our lives that for some reason, we just take a look at them and they just make our skin kind of crawl. And, and we think so negatively of them. I'm so glad that, that the Lord really talked to you in that moment you know, and made you kind of change the way you looked at that particular person. I mean, those of us that are still kind of struggling with some of these people, what, what is some advice you give for somebody like me who's like dealing with that? I, I mean, I can picture this person right now, and I just, the Lord's love is not flowing through me as I think about this person.
2: <laughs> oh, I think about, well, there's this, this, um, this verse is, it's, um, it's human human sandpaper. That's what I call it. As, as iron sharpens iron, yeah. and so sometimes God uses this human sandpaper to stand off some of those rough edges that we have in our life. And then uh, I, I hate to tell you how often I've had to use that. <laughs> but it is just it's just amazing when I think about God's great love, and then I think about you know something even irritating that a loved one has done, and I think. I mean, and then it, pop, it pops into my mind, respond in love, respond in love. You know, God loves them so much, he doesn't love you more. And how can I be so arrogant as to, re, as to withhold my love from somebody uh, when God gives his freely to all?